Welcome to World Football Talk. I'm your host, Ryan DiLorenzo, as always, recording up in Rochester, around Decoit, New York. Um, here with me in his own house, my brother, Peter DiLorenzo. What's up, what's up, what's up? How's it going, bud? It's going good. <clears throat> thanks, we, thanks for uh, coming for Easter. Yeah, we had a great Easter. A lot of fun, a lot of drinks. Two turned mom. Mom got really drunk. <laughs> But it was it was fun. She she had a good time. Uh, made a delicious ham. You did. The ham was fire. Best ham ever. Dad would be proud. Dad would have been really proud. Yeah, that was. Uh, he would have taken a bite and been like, "Nah." Yeah, he would have. He 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 wouldn't want to give me all the credit, but I think when everyone wasn't around, then he would he'd be like, "Yo, Ryan, that was really fucking good." Yep. <laughs> That's exactly what he would have said, because he didn't make it. Yeah. If it was his, it would be amazing. If it was anyone else's, it was, eh, it's all right. Yeah, and he would probably not even eat his own, the own ham he cooked. Correct. Yeah, he never really ate the food that he cooked. He just liked to cook for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's but, a good good quality to have. I don't know. I feel like if I'm going to cook, I should eat it. Yeah. Well, you cook very bland, so I if, do very very simple. If you didn't stick, eat it, I don't know if anyone else stick would. To the basics: <laughs> chicken, rice, broccoli. Sometimes I get yelled at for not eating enough greens. Yeah, I'm not yelled at, but Eva's always like, you "Need more greens on your plate." I don't, I don't know. It's just vegetables. Well, you're a big protein guy. Big, big, big protein guy. Yeah. yeah. Lots and lots of anything that um, I like to say that has a heartbeat that's edible, I would eat. <laughs> well, anything usually with a heartbeat is edible. I mean, I mean, you can't eat. I mean, obviously, cannibalism is not something you can do. Not, I wouldn't eat and never eat a human, but it's frowned upon. But yeah, like, it happens you eat, in this you, world. Could you eat an elephant? I wouldn't want to. I guess dire situations if you had to. Could you eat giraffe? You pr- you can, yeah. There's no doubt in my mind that people there's people who eat these things. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think they do. I think they stick to like chickens, ostrich probably, probably pretty good. An ostrich egg, you know, big pan for that. <laughs> you need big ass cast iron pan <laughs> for that. That's for sure. <clears throat> but yeah, um, I mean, you're well, into health. You're uh. You know, you're, um, for all those that don't know, Peter DiLorenzo, head trainer, um, burn boot camp. Was it like the Rochester region? Yeah, just the two gyms here in Rochester, one in Pittsburgh, one in Webster. Um, more so as the director of trainers, I kind of run the training staff for, for both gyms, full-time and then part-time, part-time amateur pro golfer. <laughs> yeah. What, what did you shoot today? Part- 106? <laughs> That was Conrad. I shot him 107. <laughs> it was a rough day on the course. It was um, fun. It was a beautiful day to be out there, but better than, um, better than Friday of last week. But uh, and then also amateur pro soccer player and um, what else? I don't know. I kind of do it. I kind of do everything. Yeah. Not amateur pro really anything. I'm just you know being an ass. But you name it, I'll I'll do it, and I probably could do it. Which is kind of cocky in a way, but <clears throat> well, I mean, you had a so let's let's go through you know your your playing career. 
let's start, you know, from when you were a kid. I mean, you started off as a goalkeeper. No. Hicksville I started, I started as a forward. I started as a forward. And then you six, transitioned. I went, I transitioned, <laughs> transitioned to a goalkeeper. And then, um, cause the team needed him, needed a goalkeeper. Um, our goalkeeper as a kid just kind of fluffed it a little bit too much and, uh, couldn't, wasn't too reliable. So I stepped in, we played, I remember it was Garden City Park, Park, Garden City Park, uh, Wildcats or something like that. They beat us like five, nothing the week before. And then I played it. Played him in like remember it was the uh what was that the wall, wall bounds, bounds yeah wall bounds cup played him in the final we still lost one nothing but I was in goal and I played wild so I just kind of stuck with it and I broke my nose while playing goalie Ended indoor soccer right yep Casey Pataro shout out <laughs> dickhead um and then yeah I played goalie until I'd say probably about uh. Like 10th grade. Yeah, played goalie up until 10th grade. And then uh, the varsity team took me on as a um, as a keeper in 10th grade. Hicksville, Hicksville High School. Yeah, Hicksville High School, varsity. Um, and then they were just, they took the younger goalkeeper. And I knew since he was younger, I wasn't going to play. So I was like, fuck that. I'm just going to train my ass off. And uh, junior year, went out onto the field, played outside mid. And uh, I was like a winger type. Yeah, it was I, like you and uh, Dimitri. Yeah, or, uh, Dimitri Parsonevlis is on the left side. Yeah, but me and uh, Tom Geneva, we ran the right side. He was right back. I was right midfield and um, like a right winger. And you know, we usually had like Lucas Munoz up top. But um, and then high school wound up going to state championships senior year. Got noticed by Brockport on the field. And then I was still playing goalie for my club at the time. Yeah, you were doing both. So um, I was getting recruited as a goalkeeper to college and a forward to college. Um, and there are a couple of D2 schools on Long Island that probably could play goalkeeper at. Um, but it's just when it came down to like scholarship money and stuff like that, I wasn't really there. So I just went to the state school and played forward at Brockport. I was being heavily recruited by Plattsburgh, same conference. For a goalkeeper, for a at goalkeeper, the time. yeah, yeah, and then uh, all the by the time I, you know, senior year, um, had phenomenal games against Plattsburgh. The coach always came out to be like, "Yeah, I guess I recruited you for the wrong position." <laughs> yeah, right. Um, they so, should have saw you play for the high school team instead. They would have definitely wanted you on the field yeah. instead of net. Yeah, so that was fun. And then college was a good time. It was the second all-time goal scorer at Brockport. Um, 41 goals and um was an all-american there and uh after college was able to go ahead and continue playing with like a like some usa team that was made up of like all these different all-americans and all regional players in brazil and got to go travel to germany and play in the third division there train with carl chaisiena who's in the third division there um got released like the last day how did you uh when you were living in Germany how was it well was it how how much different is living in a foreign country compared to like living in Rochester New York or Long Island New York I think it's different when it's like like Germany's like it's not like you went I went and lived in like Italy or France or like Germany is like it's like a hardcore 
you know Ger the germans are you know they're the people are nice don't get me wrong but like the language is like you know you ain't understanding nothing yeah you could pick up some italian you could yeah. pick up you could pick up on the vibe of like an italian or uh somebody from spain talking to you um but when like german like not a translator my whole time like even when like the coach was breaking down the session and everything was in German. So I kind of just stood there like, all right, I'm just kind of watching him move his hands and trying to pick up like what everyone else is doing. And then, you know, translator who wound up also being one of the players. Um, he just explained it all to me, but playing there was insane. I mean, the team I was with, um, Carl Chaisiena, I don't even know how they're doing now. That'd be interesting to, to find out. Um, but the players I played with, like two of the starting center backs played with Hamburg when they were in the Champions League and like started the Champions League games. So um, I was playing with like some world-class players and you could just tell the level was just so, the level is just so different. Yeah, I mean, especially from, you know, they they grow up that whole, you know, they grow up like that their whole time living in the country they live in. Where, you know, you're used to the academy teams. I feel like academy teams in the United States, as abundant as they are, like Red Bull Academy, all the ones that are kind of near us, it's not this glorified thing that it. Sh it, it I think it's going to become eventually in America, but uh, it's just a whole different lifestyle there. They, they, um, you know, soccer's everything, football's everything to them. Yeah. It's uh, this is such a different culture. Like, does that, uh, even I was there during the Euros when Germany made the final. Um, I think they made the final. Maybe they lost in the semifinal. I don't remember exactly, but I was there for that, and uh, it was just unreal. Like the the fans, the the love for the sport in that country. Um, I mean, this the cities are absolutely beautiful. Like I said, the people are nicer. The cities, I think, are much much more clean than they are here. The food is is amazing. Um, everything about Germany was perfect, except I didn't land the contract. Yeah. Which sucks. But I think uh, it was a huge learning experience, and I still got to uh, experience soccer with um, when it came down to, um, you know, being able to still coach while I was there. I was coaching at, like, American um, speaking camps and – um, you know, got to be around the sport still and live, you know, that quote unquote professional lifestyle where kind of everything is handed to you just because you're playing soccer, you know, so that was pretty cool too. Yeah, I could imagine it's almost like you're a low key celebrity, even though you're playing on a, so like where, where was the city comparison to like a major city? So the city of Jena um, is... Let's see. Well, I flew into Frankfurt. From Frankfurt, took a train to Erfurt, and from Erfurt, you take a, a and you drive to Jena. It's a small city. Um, it's south, uh, never east, southwest of Leipzig. So, um, and the fun fact, the fun thing would have been to, um, if I would have made it. My first game uh, would have been in the um, in like their open play, like their 
FA Cup, essentially. Yeah, the, um, the first D- game. DKL Pokol. Yeah, so the first day would have been, the first game would have been against Bayern Munich. And uh, they were, Bayern Munich was building an extra, like, 30, it was like an extra, maybe like 15,000 seats at the stadium. At, and at the stadium that that you were that I was training at, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was because they it needed been, for the visiting fans. Yeah, essentially, <laughs> it's a small. It was smaller than the, the city of Rochester stadium. Wow. Um, but it's kind of cool though. It's like they're on top of you. Yeah. You yeah. know. It's why it's. I mean, and their fans were, their fans were great. I mean, the fans came out to training sessions like, um they there was an article that was written about me in like their local paper um saying that there's an american you know here from new york and there were people there to like watch me play like it was awesome yeah that's cool it was sweet um it's not really you know again something that i wish would they would have come to um but like you said it was a really good learning experience you got a lot from it i got the i got a better experience than most players do here in the United States. Without a doubt. Yeah. And I played Division Three soccer. Yeah. But I made the best of it. And I think that's the biggest thing is, yeah, D1, obviously you have a great opportunity to play um, for, maybe, you know, for the U.S. Olympic team or you have a great shot at being drafted to the MLS. But if you look at all of our, our whole starting lineup now, all these kids are from overseas yeah they didn't, they're all they're all playing and they didn't go to college yeah they, most didn't, of them. <laughs> yeah they didn't go to college or they uh you know they were picked up by you know one of these clubs in uh england or germany or wherever um at a young age and they did their academy yeah right they do the academy system right there here it's pay you know thirty eight hundred dollars um on the lower end and you get a fucking jersey that means what i mean yeah and it's not even like we actually talked about this on the last podcast um you know you pay for these teams a lot of the times you're playing on them you're not guaranteed time there's no you know time that oh since you paid this amount of money and now you have to play this x amount of minutes you could be playing all the paying all this money you want and you might not even see the field if your kid's not good they're not gonna play yeah and you it's listen. How it is. You should get them to training. You should force them to train because that's the only way you get better. But dude, some kids are just born. They're just meant to play the sport. Yeah, it's yeah. that simple. Some of them are just unreal. I think like the Philadelphia Union U15. They just beat like. Oh uh, yeah, I saw that Barcelona. Barcelona and uh, United, their yeah. academy teams. Yeah. Um, like those kids are just. Like next level, yeah. At fifteen years old, like at fifteen years old, we would. I mean, we, my club team, we beat so Bayside Aston Villa. They were the number one team in the country when we played them. We beat them three nothing. Um, I was playing goalkeeper at the time, and I mean, that was like the craziest thing ever. Yeah, right, we beat the number one team, number one ranked team by Got Soccer. Three nothing. And it took us from, like, whatever we were ranked to, like, top 50 in the country. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're probably, like, lower, like, 2,200. <laughs> yeah, we were, like, I wouldn't even say we were that. I'd say we were in, like, the 200s, but, like, 200s, 300s, but it brought us right up into, like, 
you know, the big time talking. Like we got invited to every fucking tournament there was. Um, and we were just a bunch of kids. We were never an academy team, right? The Hicksville Clips, we were never an academy team. We were a club team. So our fees were like maybe $300 a year. Maybe. We just well, fuck shit up. Because yeah, you guys had some great trainers throughout. You, like That's what I would like attribute it to. Yeah. Like You guys had... Um, we had Ronin, and then before Fee. Ronin, we had Fee. We had, uh, and the biggest one who is still a good friend of mine today is Eric Laurendini. Yeah, um, you know that guy. He runs uh, Premier Soccer Academy, and he he is you know the reason why a lot and he, a lot of Hicksville teams used him uh, as their trainer, uh, and he just whether you liked him or you didn't. The thing was he produced winning teams. When you had him as your trainer, you won. Because he was hard on you. Yeah. Oh, well. You know, and that's what, unfortunately, I think is missing now a lot at, like, the younger levels is that, yeah, these coaches are scared to be hard on these kids because they'll just go home and cry to their parents, and then their parents get angry, right? And they try to, you know, bash the coach. And next thing you know, it's on social media and this and that. And I think that's where, like, the disconnection is from, like, societies. There's no discipline. Yeah, well, I also Especially see it... Especially when it comes to sports. I, I see it as, is this... Do you want to go professional? Like, do you do you want to go professional or do you want... Or is this just fun? Like, you just do this to be in shape, hang out with people, you know, have, have fun playing the sport because you like the sport a lot. But are you trying to hit that next level? Are you trying to, when you turn 14, 15, go overseas and join an academy team? Um, because it's... Dude, if you're, the, if you're good enough... It's possible, you know, percentage-wise, it's probably skewed where it's not obtainable, but I, dude, I just believe, like, I'm a firm believer, you set your mind to anything you want, you can accomplish it, and if you're young enough and somehow you have that mindset, it's a tough thing, I understand they're kids, you're 13 years old, you're not thinking about your 40s, but some kids are, and some kids are like, I want to play professional soccer football for the rest of my life and that's where you know you might had you you might have had kids on your team like obviously you had the mindset i want to play professional eventually in my life whereas like some kids were probably on the team like yeah it's a it's a fun wednesday practice thursday practice and then i play a game and then you know they're not as dedicated right i think and you it's it's all about finding a whole team of people where everyone's objective is we have to win the tournament or whatever showcase we're in. And we either want to get looked at by colleges or academy teams because that's our end goal is to play the sport professionally. Right. And I think, right. And then like me growing up, I mean, I think I, if I really wanted to go, and I did really want to, I really did want to make soccer my career the rest of my life um i think i would have had to leave my club team um but i didn't it's tough it's a tough decision because yeah. you build so much relationships with these people right and you're young like that's what i'm saying again like you're young man you're just a kid you're just hanging out having fun winning games winning tournaments you know going to premier league or what was the next one it was like Division One, like, Premier League, like NERP. NERP, that's what it was. It was yeah, like Northeastern Regional Premier at the time. Yeah, and um, 
you know, it was, uh, but some kids just, it was a hobby. It, yeah. was, it was fun for them. It was a good time. But sometimes you had to go to those teams. You had to go to um, Manhattan FC to, you know, when I, when I was playing. SC. At, was it SC? It's SC, soccer club. Well, when I played them, Jack Harrison was on the team. When I was playing, uh, guest playing with the Hicksville Elite, who were also in that division. Dude, we got smoked. Jack Harrison, I think, had four goals against us. It was nuts, but it just made sense where it's like, okay, we're a team that we bring in kids from all over the island and, um, well, mainly like just like Nassau County, not a lot of outreach, and then we try to compete with these teams that, do they got Jack Harrison, who's from Jersey, driving to Manhattan every day. They had some other forward who... I forget where he, he, he went to some D1 college. He was traveling from like Westchester to come to Manhattan every day. It's a dedication level. I think that's what it comes down to. Yeah, and it's also money. It's also money. Right? This The game in this country is pay to play. Yeah. Um, it's not a cheap game to play, um, which is why, you know, it's uh, when you look at it, I mean, basketball is like a very simple sport. You just need a hoop, which is located at a park. And you need a ball. It's like, get a ball for 15 bucks. Yeah, but then you have to play AAU, which is also, also money expensive. Everything's yeah. money in this country. and Especially when it comes to sports. Yeah. And the, the, the academies, they don't do a well enough job at, uh, I guess it depends on the academy. But like a true academy, like these MLS academies, right? A lot of these MLS academies, they're going to pay for the players they want. Right, they're gonna be like, all right. Well, I want this kid, whatever it costs to get him here, we're gonna do. It's not gonna be, like, uh, you know, pay ten thousand dollars a year, and you're set. Like some of these other, like, I mean, I coached in a quote-unquote academy, but it's not like an academy. It's just a fucking more expensive club. Yeah. Right. Like I had like a baseline license, and you're gonna say it was an academy. And you're being coached by, I mean, to the best I could, obviously, but like, it wasn't an academy. What, um, was that up here in Rochester? Yeah. That was the Lancers Academy? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's all about like networking, who you know, because, I mean, let's say you developed relationships in Germany when you were there and you knew people who you could hit up and be like, yo, listen, I have this. 16 15 year old who is an absolute stud like from tournament to tournament score top goal scorer we're winning the tournaments because of him you can almost like leverage that to say listen look at come and watch this guy and i i don't know if like the scouting from other overseas is as as lucrative in the united states as of right now well yeah i think i think it is when you're at tournaments that are you know the top top tournaments of you know at IMG Academy or yeah. um down out in California you got Surf Cup which is a huge tournament the top you know teams in that um huge tournaments in in Texas and Florida uh different parts of Florida I mean they're there right the scouts there coming from overseas but um you just don't quite hear maybe as many kids being signed to over there yeah. um there's just so many players in the world, man, that what are you going to do? Yeah. 
can't you can't watch everyone. Nope. Sometimes sometimes it's luck. Sometimes it's right time, right, right place. Right, like you should score a sick goal at you know a tournament, and some D one coach sees that. Yeah. He's like, oh shit, that was good. Yeah. And sometimes it's just fucking luck. Yeah. And you just get unlucky at some points too, right? You make a, a bad mistake. Yep, and that's it. They scratch you off yeah. the list. The one time you make that bad pass, and every other time you would never make that pass, but the one time you do, mm-hmm. and someone sees that, you're ridic- you're done for. Yeah. Scratched off the list because they want to find perfect, but they're not going to find perfect. There's no such no. thing as perfect. There, you're always going to have mistakes. I mean, dude, you look at the leagues now, like professional players that we watch, Premier League, Bundesliga. Zenchenko got megged. He got megged. He got megged and then caught. Well, he got megged off the field because he got subbed off right after that. Yes. Like that's dude. Come on. That's I, bad. As good as a player as Zinchenko is, I mean, like we've you know I, I've been watching him all season. New new season with Arsenal. He's been playing really good football. But dude, I mean, you, you get meg. Who 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 megged him? Uh, Salah or I don't know who megged him. Someone. Who the heck was it? Nunez. No. Um. All I know is that it was filthy, and it led to a goal, which tied it, which then put Liverpool or taken two points away from Arsenal. Oh, Trent. Trent Alexander-Arnold. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be... Uh, it's going to be gonna, a tight race. It's going to be a tight race to the finish. I'm a big... Uh, I think this, like, last year was pretty tight. It was literally last day. Uh, yep. Liverpool was winning. City was... Down. City was down two nothing. Two nothing. Came back to win it three two or four two to take the title. All they had to do was win. Yep. Whereas this year we could see both teams could win on that last day, still be tied on points, goes to goal differential between Arsenal and Man City. I mean, and they're pretty tight right now on goal differential. And then if that was the case, then it goes to goals four, and they're ta- they're pretty close on goals four. Yeah, it's going to be a fun end of the season in the Premier League there. Yeah. It's going to be uh, hope, an interesting finish with hopefully City coming on top. I don't know. I think I'd rather take a Champions League title than a Premier League title. And say, I mean, they've, they've uh, I mean, they made it to the final. Lost to uh, Chelsea. Lost to Chelsea. They went to the semifinal last year. Lost to Real. Lost to Real. I just think it's their time this year to, to win. They got, they got to play Munich and... Uh, and then they got to play the winner of Chelsea Real. Yeah, and they got to see the, one of those two teams again. So, and then they let's say even they even make it, they're most likely seeing Napoli, depending on. So like right now with Napoli, it's kind of weird. Um, Osiman, um, that tall forward who was wearing like the black mask, he might be out for a couple games. They don't know if he's going to be ready for the AC Milan game. So I listen. I hope they make it to the final, but the way that. Their injuries are going right now. They started resting a lot of players because they basically already won Serie A. I think they need like another win or two, and then they win Serie A. But you start getting a little laxed, a little la- like right now. City battling every game, going full force. Obviously, like ha- they took subbed out Holland um, in the recent game against Southampton in like the seventieth minute, but they were up three one at the time. But that gives Holland energy. He, he had a play. He had a, he scored two goals. He had a header and then a like a freak bicycle kick. Yeah, it was a nice bicycle kick. And we need Holland just needs to stay on the field. It, it keeps them hot. When you're competing still for like right now, they're competing for Premier League. 
There's still an FA Cup. Um, obviously, Champions League coming up this week. But when you're not competing, like right now, Napoli playing in Serie A, already basically won the league. You almost take like your foot off the gas. It was just going to then go ahead and, and relate into yeah your Champions League play, which yeah, which you need to be on top of your game of. Like you shouldn't be taking it easy and just because you have it already. You should, you know, still step your foot on their throat and uh you know finish them off yeah i would agree it's um so just to go over i'm gonna read off a couple um games that happened this weekend um manchester united beating everton 2-0 early saturday morning at least um did you watch it i did woke up fell asleep woke up fell asleep but i was up for like a good not half a true of it. fan I don't even want to hear it. There's games on that city you're playing. You're up and you just don't even have the game on. That's not true. That is true. It's always on in the house if I'm home. That's uh, debatable. Or it's on my phone while I'm driving. Even though I probably shouldn't do that or say that I do that out loud. But <laughs> I got YouTube TV, Peacock, just throw it on the phone and and do it. And then if I'm at work and the game is on, I put it on the TV at work. And everyone watches. Not well, not everybody. But well, some I, people do. I had a late night Friday night. Okay, so what did we do Friday? You went out. I Friday. went out. You didn't come out with, with us. Our, the last guy who was on here, Con the yeah. Don. Shout Connor out Con. Halstead. He might be a little upset that we didn't invite him on this time. Yeah, he's probably gonna be upset, but it's we, all right. We got plenty more. Yeah. Um, but uh, in that game, Scott McTominay with a goal. Um, the Scottish. He's probably one of the best players right now playing for Scotland. He had a really good um, international break with them. Had two games back-to-back with braces. Didn't score in his last game with United. Scores this game. Um, assisted by Jordan, uh, Jordan Sancho. And then uh, Anthony Martial with the second goal, 71st Ooh, minute. Martial came from France. The English, English press never gave a chance. 50 million down the drain. Tony Marshall scores again. Yes, he does. But uh, assisted by Marcus Rashford. Rashford, though, starts limping off at the end. And from everything that I'm reading, hamstring injury. which Not good. Terrible. Terrible. Had a couple of those in my day. It, not fun. It could, it could make him not play the rest of the season. It's one of those things where I... It's not that I'd rather him not play, but, dude, I don't want him getting seriously injured, you know? Yeah. Which they have a tough, um, they're playing Sevilla in uh, Europa League. And that's going to be, they've never beaten Sevilla in Europa League matches. They lost to them, I think they played each other six times all time, lost every single game. Lost them in the final. Or the semifinal, I believe, uh, last season. I think they did lose to them in the final one year. Maybe it was Via or Real. I'm not too positive. But it's going to be a tough match for them. Uh, next game coming up this Thursday. In the loser's bracket, you said that was? No, Europa League. Not the, it's not oh, a loser's bracket. It's, it was a loser's bracket. You know how intense any league, any competition to qualify for, Pete, you have to understand, is intense. It has nothing to do with a loser's bracket. This isn't NCAA and the NIT. 
um, March Madness and the NIT. It, this is how many teams the top four make top Champions fo- League. Top four in in England. In England, and what they finish to make Europa League? Fifth. Hmm. Losers bracket. It's not a losers bracket. It is. No. Not only did you lose in the season, you ain't first, you last. They give you like extra hope. Oh, we get to make a tro. Get we just make a trophy for the people who finish in fifth place, so they get to compete for something. They but, felt bad. United beat uh, City this year. They beat City. On an offsides goal. No. We've been over this. You even agreed with me, so don't even fucking say that. You agreed. It's just but, to shut you up. No. No, not to shut me up. Yeah. Not. It wasn't to shut me up. It was because the way I explained it to you, you said, Oh, yeah, you're kind of right. You're kind of right. And guess what? I am fucking right. He wasn't offsides, bitch. Whatever. Don't so, say whatever. Anyway, losers league. Not a losers league. Very, very intense league that these teams would beat teams that were in Champions League. They would. Maybe. No, they would. But Tottenham was in Champions League. Come on, bruv. Tottenham well, bottlers. They're not going to be in Champions League next year. They're in fifth place right now. So they'll be in the losers bracket. <laughs> You're a cunt. <laughs> um, but to go on, Saturday, United beat Everton. Um, pretty good game between Dortmund, uh, Borussia Dortmund, and Union Berlin. There's a tight um, to win Bundesliga between those teams right now. Um, Bayern Munich in first place with 58 points. Borussia Dortmund in second with 56 points. And they only play... Um, 34 games, and they have 27 games played. So seven more games between them should be a close ending as well, just like Premier League should be really good. Um, if any team drops points, you know, it's going to be intense. Uh, goals coming from um, Daniel uh, Malin for Borussia Dortmund, Kevin Bernies from Union Berlin, and then Josef Mukuku. For Dortmund as well. Uh, Bayern Munich also won against Freiburg. Who Freiburg just knocked out uh, Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich was home against Freiburg in their German Cup. Lost a 2-1 game. So good good re- rebound against a team that they just played. Especially for Bundesliga. But they were probably they can't treble. Their, their no, they weren't. Guys. No. They had, a, they had a good starting lineup. They did. And they just, Freiburg just played really good football. But they travel there, take the points, still leading the league. Um, Ashton Villa, right now, sixth place in the Premier League, might see European football for like the first time in ages. European, oh, uh, second league bracket. This is why this tournament's cool. Because you have teams like Ashton Villa who finished like, uh, maybe top 10, maybe they finish right below the top 10, but now they could potentially play against like... They may even make Champions League. No, they're too far out from that. It's, you know, they're point-wise, they're not far off, but, dude, they've been playing really good football. Um, Listen to this stat. Ollie Watkins, nine goals in 11 matches. Sounds like Pete DiLorenzo for the Rock City Boom. <laughs> <laughs> well, wh- when do you guys start out? Sunday. This this Sunday, yeah, but, but you're I'm, not. I'm yeah. missing the game. Going to Nashville. Yeah, that's cool. Going to see Luke Holmes. Luke Holmes in the pit. 
at uh, Nissan Stadium. Yes, sir. Yeah, you'll like it. You'll have fun. It'll be a good time. Bourbon's cheap. That's the best part. I was getting bourbon. Uh, a double on Long Island was 20 bucks. I was getting bourbon there for like 8 bucks for a double. That's good. And the bartenders are very cool people. Very nice. Well, a lot of good music. Dude, you can literally find like you Broadway's, I'm moving to Nashville. Yeah. Dude, their stadium's sick. Nashville uh SC. They have a really cool stadium. Yeah, they're playing the night. They're playing Saturday night, which is the night of the concert. So, we can't go. That would have been cool, though. So, like, go see a game Friday night if they yeah. were playing, and then Saturday go to the concert. Yeah, it's weird. MLS now, every game's on Saturday. They don't do, like... They don't even do midweek games? Maybe eventually, like, let's say if U.S. Like Open Wednesday, Cup... Saturday? Yeah, like, maybe a little later in the season, but they're only six games in right now, so I have a feeling they're just keeping it on Saturdays. And Is then... it because it's Apple TV now? I don't know what why that would have to do with and it. broadcasting stuff? I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. MLS is weird anyway. The, like you get signed to a team, you only get signed to the team, you get signed to the league, and then the league controls where you can go. Well, you, yeah, you get like drafted, and then which is like so like the I mean honestly like the NFL like you get drafted Miami Dolphins, but you're a free agent. You go anywhere. Like the MLS, it's like you're a free agent. You can't go. You're only free to the league. So like with Tyler Adams. When he was leaving and going to Leipzig, he had, they had to pay like significant amounts of dollars to the to the MLS because it's not like New York Red Bulls could release him. Mm-hmm. The MLS had to release him. Yeah, it's hard for these players to go overseas in the MLS because the the league owns them. Yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah, they don't. Um, even with like we were talking about this a couple podcasts ago with uh, international designated players. Like how every, it's basically called the Beckham rule because Beckham, when he first came over from PSG at the time, um, they signed him for a record fee. It was like $237 million for like four years, whatever it was. No, they signed him from, um, he was at Real Madrid. Was he at Real No. Yeah, he came from Madrid and then he went to, to LA and then he went to PSG. Yeah. Okay. So he was on Real Madrid. They signed him for an enormous amount of money. But now... Because MLS has salary caps, just like every other sport in America. Stupid. I don't care if this team has this amount of money. Let them. Money doesn't always equate to championships. We've seen it with the Yankees, dude. Manchester City? How many uh, Champions League titles do they have? None. But they do have, oh, a, okay. they do have some Prem League titles. Wait, how many Prem League titles do they have? Uh, we're sitting at five. You know how many United have? You know how many Liverpool have? A you know lot. Many, you know how many Arsenal have? A lot. No, I don't think but Arsenal have But they had money. Many. They had money. But like I like I said, it doesn't equate always to championships. Yeah, they won Premier League the last couple years, which is good, obviously. It's the most Premier uh, League in the world, in my opinion. Um, definitely the most sought-after title because it's, so com- it's such a competitive league. But... You know, they let up one year. I correct myself. It's six, not six. five. They let up one year with Liverpool. Liverpool won it. Two years. Uh, two years, Liverpool have won it. Um, Chelsea have won it recently. And we could potentially see Arsenal. So, 
Yeah, within 10 years, let's say, they won six. But, like I said, it doesn't always equate to championships. Let them spend that money. Let let them make that money. Let them spend the money. No salary caps in the MLS. If you want a really heavy investor in the MLS, they should be sought after and appreciated because they're funding a league where, dude, it could be the top five, top six league in the world if they started bringing over young talent because young talent wants to come here to get paid. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. I mean, dude, if Jeff, imagine Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk buying a team. That'd be wild. And they, and they had the funding. Jeff to, Bezos' field or Elon Musk's field would be levitating from the ground. Yeah, it would be like, yeah, hovering. Like the stadium would hover. Yeah. Over the center of the earth. <laughs> it would like move around. It, it would be like rotating the whole time. Either that or like at kickoff, like the rockets go and yeah, like yeah, yeah. it raises the stadium like 100 feet in the air or something like that. Yeah, that's safe. <laughs> you have to wear it. One of those overhead uh, things like a roller <laughs> like, coaster. Yeah, you're on a roller coaster. Yeah, buckle so your seatbelt. <laughs> so the supporters they can't really do much because they're strapped in. But that that would be a fun stadium. Everyone just restrained to their seat. <laughs> It'd be like how it is in Super Mario Strikers. Yeah, 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 yeah. The stadiums like levitate. I could see them doing some f- like cool shit, especially like Elon Musk. I don't think it gets to that, but he would do something cool at a stadium. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. It, it, it needs to come about. It's coming, dude. It's coming. It's coming home. United States are going to win the World Cup 2026, baby. You heard it first. Maybe. They're going to they have, have a good team. Ranked 13th in the world right now. Yeah, I did see that. I haven't moved, but they didn't really play. They played Granada, beat them like 7-1 El Salvador, or maybe it was Honduras, beat them 1-0. But Gold Cup, baby. Gold Cup's this summer. Game coming to Toronto. Hopefully, U.S. and Canada play against each other. That'd be cool in Toronto. Yeah. So I can go. If you get, if that does happen, buy me a ticket, please. You got it. We'll go. Another <coughs> trip to Toronto. Yeah. Um. So Ashton Villa winning two 0 against Nottingham Forest, putting them in sixth place. Um. Newcastle with a good comeback against Brentford, solidifying their spot in. Top four Champions League qualification. Um, Brentford, Ivan Tony missing a PK, then scoring a PK. Uh, Date David Rea gets an own goal tally. It, it was weird. I um, forget who who shot it. Joe Linton sh- shoots it. It looked like it was kind of going to go off target. Hits Rea in the in the leg, goes into the net. Um, and Alexander Isaac, um, for those who play fantasy Premier League. Great pickup if you're looking for a forward right now. Um, it's been playing really good football for Newcastle. It's been coming in over Calvin, uh, Calman, Cal, Calman, Calman Wilson, something like that. I forget what his first name is. Um, but, but yeah, playing playing good football um, from the Swedish striker. Um, also, Nick Pope with a five game shutout. I mean, uh, five game, five save game. So, really good from him. I mean, you didn't watch it, but I watched it. Uh, Tottenham, Brighton. So, this Tottenham squad has been dropping points after points after points after points. It's been crazy to watch. And they win this game 2-1 against Brighton. Goals coming from Huming Song, uh, assisted by Ivan Perisic and Harry Kane, assisted by Hoybjerg. But, uh, dude, this Brighton squad, 
also fighting right now for like your um, Europa League qualification. Dude, they got snubbed. Um, Kirio Matomo, the Japanese winger for Brighton, gets taken out in the box. Not taken out, but defender step. Like, what, what would you think? All right. I'll, I'll explain it to you, like, vis- try to, like, help you visualize it. Mm-hmm. Matomo's running with it. He takes a touch off his chest in the box. Okay. Doesn't have control, necessarily, but defender, almost like, what is that called when you step on someone's heel? Uh, flat tire? Yeah. He flat tires him. PK or no PK? In the box. PK. That's a PK. And then even the officials afterwards came out and they said, oh, we messed up. Which I'm like, dude, that's ridiculous. Like, in the moment, how but are that's you... That's what VAR is for. How the fuck doesn't... Dude, VAR says no PK. No PK. Dude, they called a handball on Matomo as well. And literally, it hit him here. Like, right where the shoulder... Right where the arm meets the chest. Like, kind of in the shoulder area. Not a PK. I mean, not a foul. Uh, handball. And they try to... Co- they He scored. He scored off it. And they rolled it back, said, no, 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 go handball. It was, it was sketchy. People the don't... AR is sketchy, man. It's very sketchy. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but... Like... They could be doing anything. Watched, I mean, we watched that, the play the other day in Liverpool, against, uh, Liverpool and Arsenal. And they called the player off sides. Meanwhile, he was on. Meanwhile, um... No, not... I don't... It was... He was offsides, but he didn't interfere with the play to the fact that he, yeah, really did anything to affect the <clears throat> defender. Yeah, the, he was offsides. The defender played the ball and kicked it out of bounds instead and of then, like and playing. Then they called it offsides. Yeah, because they were. Oh yeah, I remember that. That was that's not offsides, because that defender should take a touch, and if that uh, if that attacker touches him. Or even touches the ball or touches the defender. He's Now he's offsides. But he didn't interfere. He didn't touch him. He didn't play the ball. Yeah. It's crazy, I think. It's a weird, it's a weird thing going on. They gotta just fix that fucking rule. Yeah. None of this fucking gray area of what is and what isn't. Just is it offsides or is it not offsides? Yeah. Did the player touch the ball? No. Not offsides. Did the player touch the ball? Yes. Okay. Offsides. Yeah. There is like a gray area with. Did the player make the defender feel like? But that's a weird. Like, how do you make someone feel like you? If you, if I'm off sides, and you know I'm off sides, or at least you're like, skeptical. Uh, you're you're skeptical about my positioning. Play the ball, because if I'm on side, and I attack the ball, now you're screwed. Now you're flat footed because you thought, oh, he's off sides. He's not gonna play the ball. Now he plays the ball, wins it from you, takes it to net. Play like, play. Just keep playing the game. Play to the whistle. I don't right. understand. Which I guess in this situation he did, but to call it offside is just ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's wild. Yeah, they, they just I don't know. Well, we'll get to that Liverpool game. Um, but to finish off Saturday games, South um, Wolves, Wolverhampton Wanderers at home. Wolves. 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 Wanderers. Wanderers, Wolverhampton Wanderers. So when the Wanderers are wolves, yeah, from Ted Lasso. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're playing the Wolverhampton Wolves, Wanderers, Wanderers. 
thought they were the wolves. <laughs> They're either the wolves or the wanderers. I don't get this country. <laughs> <laughs> New episode coming out tomorrow night. Stay I still gotta watch the last one. Ah, oh, it was good. Maybe we'll watch that tonight. Yeah, I, I'd be down. Uh, but Wolves taking on Chelsea. Newly appointed Frank Lampard at the helm of Chelsea. They lose one nothing. Chelsea do. Um, goal coming from Matthias Nunes. Dude, might be the goal of the month. Um, where's the remote? Get the. It's on the bed somewhere. I don't know. Matthias Nunez. Matthias? Matthias? Or Matthias? Matthias? I don't know. I think it's Matthias. I feel like I've seen Matthias spelled before, and that's how it's spelled. I've seen Matthias with an I-A-S. I don't know. Matthias? Matthias? Whatever your name is. But here we go. Sick fucking goal. Wolvenhander Wanderers taking it down. Triore. Potence. Potence gets the ball. Beautiful... Banana kick. Matthias on the corner. Wee. 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 31st minute. They hold the lead. What a fucking goal. Yeah, that's a nice goal. It's going to be, I think it's going to win uh, goal goal of the month. for At least in the Premier League. We'll see it again from another angle. Damn. Yeah, I mean, Kepa's in a good spot too. He just, he just finishes it side netting. There's nothing you can do about that. So much time. He had too much time. That's the problem. They just worked the ball. Kind of like scrubby. Scrubby football right here. Not great passing, but a little flick on back. They try to clear it. Wink. Damn, he had that right to the inside of that post. Yep. I mean, banana kick by Potence. I love it. That's a rocket. Yeah, you're not he, you're not stopping that. Never. I mean, he hit that so nice. That literally hit right at right inside that post. Yeah. Great goal. Damn. Possibly is, goal of the month, I'd say. I'd um say, I'd say it's a contender for goal of the year. Yeah. After Holland's bicycle kick. Well, we'll get into that right now. So, Southampton host City. City in need of points and goals and goal differential, which they do both. Uh, they get the win, four and one away. Goal, two goals coming from Erling Holland, a great header assisted by Kevin De Bruyne. Kevin De Bruyne just broke a hundred goals, quickest ever Premier League player to. Uh, my bad, hundred assists. Damn, Quick, quickest player ever to a hundred assists in the Premier League. And when you're feeding the beast, I mean, how many beasts has he fed? He's fed Kun Aguero. Kun Aguero. Balotelli at the time. Balotelli. Nah. Um, Carlos Tevez. Yeah. No, well, he no, wasn't no, no. there with Cap- He was on Chelsea Tevez. at that time. Um, I mean, now Holland. He's Let's only see. He only had one. Um, all of his assists have come from City except one. Came from Chelsea uh, when he played for them for two seasons. Went to, went to Wolfsburg, came back to the Premier League, joined City. Um, but yeah, quickest to 100 assists. Second is Cesc Fabregas. Um, uh, De Bruyne did it in 237 games. Cesc Fabregas did it in 293 games. 60 games. 60 games differential. And right now the leader. Damn. Leader most assist of all time. Um, That's 5,400 minutes. Lampard and Rooney. Lampard has 102. Rooney has 103. So, 
So Kevin De Bruyne is breaking it this he's season. Gonna, yeah, he's going to be the most the hot. Debatable, he might be one of the greatest midfielders in Premier League history. I mean, I, I don't even think it's debatable. I, I, he pretty much stamped his name yeah. on that ticket. I mean, he's just so... The way he moves the ball, the way he finds the pass, the way he he finishes his free kicks, his set pieces. I mean... Yeah, I mean, I'm a United fan through and through. All respect to the guy. Like, I've never said it. I've never said, oh, this guy sucks. I've always been like... Whenever he's on the ball, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> he's just when he's on the ball, it's dangerous. It's just dangerous. You just don't know yeah. what's gonna happen when yeah. De Bruyne's got the ball and or has room in front of him to shoot. To shoot, pass. It's just it's, And he works his ass off on defense too. Yeah. Which is nice. Not afraid to get stuck in. He is getting a little old, so we'll see, you know, how many years he has left, but Man, oh man. The, we'll see him in the MLS soon. Oh, that'd be sick. That well, would be either for Miami or LA, because <laughs> those are the only two teams who could afford him. <laughs> yeah, at this point. Yeah, but uh, great game from City. Jack Grealish with a goal as well. Um, Julian Alvarez coming on, scoring a PK, um, and then Southampton gets a goal, seventy uh, second minute, to make it a four one win by City. Um, and then also pretty pretty big, especially for upcoming Champions League bouts. Real Madrid drop a game, lose to Villarreal three to two. Vinicius with a goal, Villarreal with an own goal by Poyo uh, Torres. But then they let up two goals from Samuel Kukizi, um, the Nigerian striker, and uh, another goal by um, Jose Luis Morales. So. Just, like, not good to see from Real. They're right now 13 points behind Barcelona. Um, Barcelona tying today. We're recording this podcast on uh, Monday, April 10th. But, dude, they're 13 points ahead of Real Madrid. I think they only have, like, eight, nine games left of the season. I don't see Real coming back. I don't see Barca dropping points. Yeah, and I don't see Barca dropping points. And it's just, you know, we'll see how it translates. Maybe they have more... To think about this Barca upcoming week. May buy, I was seeing this thing. They might buy Messi back. Yeah, I saw that too. It would be an incredible investment for them. Um, pops, possibly get two, three more years out of them. Because right now they don't like him in France. They were booing him. Dude, they were, they were... To boo Messi, you have a fucking problem. This is why PSG is not a real team. They're not. The whole fucking League One... Is is a fraud fraud league. It's a farmers league, and, and you know there's cool like there's cool players like um the um Bo, uh, Bogunu, um Bogalion, the new USA men's national striker. He was he's an English kid, but he also has like American citizenship. So I think he's gonna choose the USA men's national team to play for. That'd be dope. Currently in third place. All um, most goals in in League One, so like there are players in the league, but like, dude, if I couldn't even imagine a P, like even if Messi was playing against my team and he scored a goal, I would like low key kind of be like, like yeah, good shit, <laughs> good shit, Messi. That was a good fucking goal. Yeah, I mean, they they you can't disrespect the goat. The French are just disrespectful. <laughs> 
they they cause too much problems, and this is why PSG will never win a Champions League. They, they all have win. little man syndrome. They all have Napoleon complex. <clears throat> it's in their DNA. Napoleon was actually five nine. Well, still tiny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, never you you should never dis- disrespect the goat, and I mean he's gonna leave. There's rumors of Mbappe leaving. He has a lot of stake in the club, but there's rumors of him departing the city. Shut the fuck up, bro. What is City gonna do with them? Sit them. <laughs> <laughs> Get them off a team that could potentially beat them in Champions League. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. <laughs> just start buying all the players you I'm... that will beat you. Like just sign Kareem Benzema <laughs> and and just sit him on the bench. Put him on your second team. <laughs> Yeah, he, he could be departuring Real Madrid soon. Um, I've heard rumors of Holland going to Real Madrid in this next offseason. Strictly because, dude, if he becomes the... If he breaks... Um, I forget who the two people have. the I think it's Alan Shearer and some other United player have the most goals ever in the Premier League season. Holland beats that. You're never going to be able to sell them for more than this season. So it could help them with their FFP problems because... Fuck it. They're in a huge deficit. Oh, huge well. deficit. Don't care. Don't care. I don't care. Don't care. But great win by them. Uh, I mean, uh, Man City. But tough loss by Real Madrid, especially with this Chelsea matchup coming up on Wednesday. Um, to finish off Saturday's game, a huge LAFC win against Austin FC. Dennis Buigana, um from Gabon scores a hat trick against Austin FC. Six goals in six games in the MLS. He also has five goals in three games in CONCACAF Champions League. Kid's playing good. Kid is playing good. Him and Jordan Morris right now are like battling for a top goal scorer in the in MLS. Jordan Morris. Dude, Jordan Morris has, I believe, almost 10 goals on the season. They're only six weeks into the game. Uh, six weeks into yeah, the season. That's great, but what the fuck are we going to do when it comes to playing for their national team? Dude, if he's in form, give him a chance. If we have some good qualifier games coming up and, and some good Gold Cup games and we have Jordan Morris on the squad and he has 15 goals in the MLS... Give him the minutes. Who else do we put in? Uh, dude, I love Ricardo Pepe. I love Ricardo Pepe. Playing good football. Plays good for the football for the United States. He's a good substitute. Or uh, he could be a good starter as well. Um, Josh Sargent. Con the Don. Con the Don. Sign him. Con the Don. Connor Holstead. <laughs> Up top. A striker. Yeah. Kid scores mad goals at TSC. And Sports Garden. Yeah, that's a hard sell. <laughs> I love the kid, but I don't know if they, if the whoever's the head coach right now would be on board. Um, but this, um, they're killing it right now. Uh, MLS, it's a lot of fun to watch. But that basically ended um, Saturday game. Sunday, we saw a huge Crystal Palace win away at Leeds United, puts them pretty much out of. Relegation zone, I believe like six points above 18th place, which is a good place to be. Leeds United looking like they possibly could get relegated still. 
on the teeter of relegation zone. The, the relegation battle right now in the Premier League is gonna it's gonna be a great ending. It's more interesting than the losers bracket. What's the losers bracket? Europa League. Oh my god, <laughs> you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> Such an idiot. Uh, but in that game, newly appointed coach for Crystal Palace, um, Hugs Gun or something like that, Roy, Roy Hugs Gun, oldest Premier League coach in history. Um, we saw goals from Mark Goya um, from England, two goals from Jordan Ayew, Eze with a, a, another goal on the season, and um, Edward with a goal, um, the French forward. And a goal from Patrick Van, uh, Bamford. Their lead started the game up 1-0. Wound up losing um, 5-1 to to Crystal Palace. That's not good. Not good. Crystal Palace in good form, though. So, I'll give them that. Um, Let's go put me up top for Leeds. Tell Weston <laughs> McCain to play my head. Yeah. I mean, do they have, they have Bamford. Um, they have um, William, William um, Unoktu. Who's really good? He's a winger, not a forward. They're just having a tough go. Uh, they they need Tyler Adams is out. They they don't know how long he's going to be out for, but they just struggle defensively. That's what it really comes down to, and they could possibly be relegated this year, which would be be tough for a lot of the American players on that team. But also, it gives them an opportunity to. Potentially go into championship and earn their right to be in the Premier League, mm-hmm. which is good. I mean, we saw, dude, Burnley, Burnley already clinched promotion into the Premier League next season. Quickest ever promotion. Head coach Vincent Company. Back in the Premier League. Back in the Prem. There's rumors that this team is going to finish top seven. That's how good of a team they have this year. It's put crazy. Me, I'll put money on. I'll put a hundred dollars, ten dollars on Burnley I'm gonna, next year. I, I'm 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 going to consider them uh, maybe top ten. I'll see what they are. Top ten to finish. Well, you put ten dollars down on them. They'll probably be like a plus five. Eh. five. Yeah, I could see being like five, f- three hundred between like three hundred, five hundred to finish top ten. I'd say to win it. Oh, to to win it no. plus a hundred and twenty thousand. No, 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 no. For less plus a million? No, Leicester City was plus thirty thousand. All right, so plus fifty thousand. Or maybe they were plus three thousand. I forget exactly. Whoever, whatever it is, put ten dollars down on Burnley. Thank me later. <laughs> Fan duel. It's ten dollar bet. So Promo code <laughs> Pete. <laughs> don't don't be mad when this bet doesn't hit. It's ten bucks. <laughs> He's telling you to bet. Um, but also after that, uh, Crystal Palace win against Leeds. We watched on Easter. Liverpool resurrecting from the dead. We love that. Down 2-0 early into the game. Uh, goals from Gabriel Martinelli and then Gabriel Jesus assisted by Gabriel Martinelli. Um, eighth minute in the 28th minute. Mohamed Salah with a goal in the 42nd minute right before halftime. And uh, then he misses a PK in the 54th. Which was fucking jackass. Two straight missed PKs in the Premier League for Mohamed Salah. Let's get him out of there. Which, stop letting him take PKs. How about that? Yep. Give it to, like, Roberto Firmino, um, Martinelli, you know, just anyone else. Not him. That's tough because 
potentially they can win this game. I mean, they come back, tie it, uh, Roberto Firmino, 87th minute, nutmeg on Zinchenko by Trent, Ar- Ale- Trent Alexander-Arnold, chips it back post to Roberto Firmino's head. Great goal, um, amazing finish to the game, but could have been a 3-2 win. And now you're talking City are only five points behind. In the scheme of things, I don't think it me- means much because... And maybe it would because if they do tie, if they if because City do have a game at hand, so let's say Arsenal is going to drop another I two games. I don't. I don't think they're going to drop another two. Two games. more games. When they they have, tie one and lose one. They're not playing for anything else. They're out of Europa League. They're out of FA Cup. This is the only thing they're playing for. Whereas like City Champions League, they have FA Cup draw against um, Sheffield. No, um, yeah, Sheffield United coming up on April. 22nd so like they have other things especially like let's say they do beat Bayern Munich now they're playing deeper games into the season um of their Premier League season it's just other things to worry about whereas Arsenal don't got shit to worry about except winning the Premier League title so I don't I don't see them dropping a lot of games they do have Arsenal do have a couple tough matchups coming up that could give them some issues um they're versing a West Ham side this upcoming weekend, who West Ham beating um, Fulham. Fulham pretty much out of form at this point. No Mitrovic. Mitrovic is still suspended till late May, basically end of the season. Um, take on Southampton, who they should beat. City is a great matchup. Um, and then they also have to take on Chelsea at home, though, where I think they do come out victorious against Chelsea. But then they have to take on Newcastle away. That's where I think they drop points. That's where I think they drop points. I think Nate Shelley is going to take West Ham and beat... Nate Shelley? <laughs> <laughs> you can do it, Nate. Fucking Nate. He's going to take him and he's going to beat uh, he's gonna beat Arsenal. West Ham beats Arsenal 2-1. Nah, you're out of your mind. Well, I mean, I don't know. It's possible. It's possible. If I said it here... Anything's possible. But that basically wrapped up all the games left... Um, that were played this weekend, some really good matchups, and then uh, we got some good games on tomorrow, good games on Wednesday and Thursday. Champions League's back, baby. It's back. It is back. It's, it's here just it's for this week. Quarterfinals. Um, Tuesday we have Benfica taking on Inter Miami, um, Inter Milan. Benfica being home. Um, currently, Benfica just won against. I think they beat, or they might have lost to FC Porto in the uh, Portuguese league. Yeah, they lost 2-1 at home against FC Porto. Inter Milan playing good football. Um, Inter Milan recently, um, Inter Milan tying Sal- uh, Salarantina, who are currently in 15th place, also away, they Tied Juventus 1-1. This is gonna be a weird game. I have a feeling it ends in a draw. I think it's gonna be like a 1-1 draw. Or maybe even like a 1-0 win by Inter. But I if I had to put the money on anyone right now, it'd be Inter. Are you gonna do it? We'll see. I'm gonna uh, my my prediction's one one. That's my prediction. And then also on Tuesday, we have Manchester City hosting Bayern Munich. 
two nothing city. Yeah, I mean, actually, I probably shouldn't say that. Uh, I, I think Byron scores one, maybe two one or three one. Let's say three one. Three one city. Wow, they're gonna come out on fire. Well, as of right now, Chipa Moteng possibly out. Pro- probably gonna miss the game. Holland's healthy. Phil Foden might be back, but at the as of right now, Jack Grealish is just playing just just fine. I think Bayern come in with a good defensive game designed to stop Holland. And then Grealish scores one. That's the problem. I mean, Grealish now is in form where he's having a good year where he could potentially have a really good bout in this game. Um, him to score, I, I would take him to score. Um, uh, but um, Sadio Mane, back in the squad, full force now, especially with Chipa Moting out. Sadio Mane most likely taking over role as striker. Um, Musiala, Thomas Muller, Goretzka. Uh, Bayern Munich just have a really good team. I'm going to say this is a thriller. I'm going to say a 2-2 draw. Okay. On the weekend, we have uh, on the week two two games ending draws on Tuesdays on Tuesday. It only makes sense. Tuesday two two. Come on, draws. Inter Milan wins one nothing. That's th- mine. Yeah, I like that. I could see them winning one nil. Um, also, LAFC on Tuesday taking on Vancouver in the Concacaf Champions League quarterfinals. LAFC wins three one. Yeah, they're and they're already winning aggregate three nil. So, all right, maybe they don't win three. Well, are we talking total aggregate score? I can see them winning, like, scoring, like, one goal. I'm going to say they win 3-1 in this game. Yeah, because and they're they going to have six. Vancouver's going to have to push. Yeah, and I think they're going to get. score, and they'll just get countered on. And, yeah, yeah I'd say 3-1. Keep it for me. And then on uh, Wednesday, the other side of the bracket. Well, not the other side, but other games that we have. For Champions League, AC Milan hosting Napoli in a game that... AC Milan wins 2-1. Whoa. I mean, that's that's a tough call. Um, they tie 2-2. Yeah, Usiman, Victor Usiman, most likely not available. Zlatan, most likely not available. <sighs> this could be a tough matchup. Uh, Milan defeating Napoli couple weeks ago 4-0 Napoli was home as well I'm gonna say Napoli take this 2-1 all right I say 2-1 Milan I think Napoli are gonna have a good game um they're gonna turn up I I I think in the San Siro they're gonna be ready but I I I think Di Lorenzo too good He's our cousin. Yeah, shout out, shout out, uh, Giovanni Di Lorenzo. You're the fucking man, captain of the, captain of Napoli. I'm getting a jersey. We appreciate you and all you've done for our family. <laughs> Come on the pod. We'll make this the three, three Di Lorenzo podcast. Three D's, triple D, triple D. And then also on Wednesday we have Real Madrid. Taking on Chelsea, Real Madrid home. Real Madrid wins that three nothing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna say I have faith in Ancelotti. Uh, I think when it comes to Champions League ball, 
they you know they miss a tough game on the week the weekend against Villarreal but I think they just fucking turn up against Frank Lampard <sighs> you know and I'm gonna go crazy 5-1 you're out of your mind 5-1 you're a sick fuck just like when they played Liverpool what beat a fucking li- golf ball hit you in the head today when they played Liverpool they beat Liverpool 5-2 to Liverpool scored two goals straight I think they come into this Chelsea team and they just rip them to shreds. Rip them to shreds. I'm saying 5-1 Real Madrid take this win. I'm going to take them minus three and a half. Definitely put that in a parlay. Also to end that game, also to end Wednesday, we have Atlas FC taking on Philadelphia Union in the CONCACAF Champions League. Philadelphia Union right now up 1-0 aggregate. I think this is going to be a weird one. They win 2-1 aggregate, so I guess they tie 1-1. Okay. Let's stick with my American side here. Let's go Union. Yeah, I mean, I like Union. Um, They've been giving me some problems in MLS. I've been taking them in a couple parlays, a couple bets. They're just not not in form. Um, I don't know anything about this Atlas team, but I'm going to say this game goes to extra time. And then PKs. All right. And I'm going to say Atlas comes out in the PKs. All right. So they're going to win the game. Atlas are going to win the game 1-0. And they're going to win in PKs. I got them tied 1-1. And Philly going through. Yep. All right. And then uh, basically almost end of the week, we just have Thursday. We have Europa League matchups. Um, we have Nord taking on AF, uh, A- Roma. AS Roma. Friednor beating home. Roma on the road, but Roma playing good football. I'm going to say Roma take this. 1-0. I'm just guessing on all of these, by the way. That's I fine. I have no clue what the fuck is going on. Listen, we're, um, we're, not, we're not promoting to bet what we're saying. I like just getting um, audio of people's predictions so you could hear what someone said. Instead right. of just being like, oh, we wrote it down. No, yeah. it's like... Um, I, uh, Roma wins. Roma wins 2 nothing. 2 nothing. They have a good team, Roma. I mean, they have Dybala, um, Chris Smalling in the back, El Shuaroy, who's been getting a couple minutes here and there. They do. They have a good team. Jose Mourinho at the helm. Um, another game on Thursday... Bayern Leverkusen taking on Union St. Gilleries. Um, this team, Union St. Gilleries, has been the dark horse of the tournament. Love a dark horse. Let's go one yeah, nothing. I'm going one nothing as well. I think two nothing. You're going two nil again. Two nil. I'm going one nil against Bayern Leverkusen. There's this kid, uh, Victor Okoa Boniface, right now. I, he's either tied with Rashford or a goal behind for most goals in the tournament as of right now. But sure, I, I think this team's going to the semifinals to play Roma. At least that's my prediction. Um, and then we also have Juventus hosting Sporting CP, team from Portugal. Juve. What do you think the score? One nothing. Okay. I'm going to say they end in a tie. I think it's going to be a 1-1 draw. And uh, last game on the day, Man United hosting Sevilla. Sevilla 4 nothing. Shut the fuck. No, give me a... <laughs> give me a... 
Give me a real prediction. Sevilla one nothing. Okay, that's a little better. I could see it. It really depends for me. Rashford's availability, if he's still hurt, you know that all it all has to depend on that for me. Because Watt Wakehurst can't be the starter, um, attacking striker for this team, and see success. Maybe Anthony Martial could, and somehow maybe funnel someone else up top. Maybe what put up Watt Watt Wakehurst later in the game when we need to defend the lead. I'm gonna say this game ends in a draw, one-one draw. I think it's gonna be a good game. I think Sevilla probably outplays United, but um. With Casemiro back in the game, uh, Christian Eriksen now coming back into the lineup, being healthy. You know, they'll probably play Harry Maguire. And last six games Harry Maguire started, they won. So, I have a feeling they're going to have a really good game. But that's pretty much it for games this week. Should be fun. European ball, baby. Rock City boom on Sunday. Rock City Boom on Sunday taking on who? The Sahara Gunners from Buffalo. This, they're sponsored by Damar Hamlin, sponsored the team. Oh, really? Yep. That's pretty cool. Yeah. For those who don't know, Damar Hamlin, football player, pretty much dropped dead on the field. Yeah, he had, uh, what was it, cardiac arrest? Yep. And then uh, came back to, came back to you know, came back to life. Well, I mean, lo- I mean you look at Christian Erickson. Yeah. Very similar situation. Not uh, he no didn't contact, get hit. No contact, but still cardiac arrest. Died on the field. Brought scary back to shit. life. It's crazy world out there, everyone. Yes, it is. Well, Pete, brother, thank you for coming on. As always, thanks for having me in my own house. Yeah, yeah, no problem. <laughs> Technically, my house. My, you know, if anything was to happen, I get the house. <laughs> you are you. <laughs> You're my beneficiary. Yeah, I'm the beneficiary. <laughs> mom was so mad. <laughs> Listen, it shouldn't go to mom. Would, it, would she need two houses? <laughs> Give one to me. Exactly. So no. if I die, you know who did it. Yeah. No, I would never. Not this piece of shit of house. No, <laughs> I'm joking. I love your house. It's a good poster up there. It is. I like how everything I've ever bought you for Has holidays. It just always sits in the basement. <laughs> It doesn't get well, any I don't any know where respect. I was gonna put that upstairs. Put that in your room, bro. I would look at that every day, or like put it. I look at it every. Day. I come down and do laundry. I stare at that for five minutes, and I go do my laundry. Yeah, okay. Or when I'm sitting here playing FIFA, we're we're talking or about X, the or Xbox. I look up and I'm like, oh fuck. We're talking about the pyramid of success, everyone. John um, Wooden. Yeah, John Wooden. For all the for all those that don't know, UCLA coach won twelve NCAA championships. Within 13 years. Um, greatest, possibly the greatest coach of all time, other than Alex Ferguson, of course. Um, Sir Alex. But, uh, yeah, just, if you ever get a chance... What read, else made its way to the basement? Uh, there was, uh, like, I don't even know, I don't even think you have it anymore. It was like a, it was like a wave light. Oh, yeah, the base of it's right there. I yeah. just don't know where the wave went. Yeah, it was, it was a pretty bad gift, but, you know. It was something. It was Amazon, baby. It was a gift. It was a gift. I get you Lululemon. You buy me fucking light that a wave that lights up. Yeah, that doesn't move. <laughs> just sits there. It changes fucking colors. It changes LED lights. It, it has a fucking USB cable, so you can't even plug it into the wall. Yeah. <laughs> Bad gift. <laughs> Got it. Gadgets and gizmos. 
they fucking rip you off every time. But uh, thanks for hopping on, Pete. Thanks for having me, bruv. And uh, everyone, you know, if you enjoyed the episode, subscribe. Leave five stars. Like, subscribe, share. Share. Do it. Do your part. If you share this episode, you might have the opportunity to hop on this podcast with the one and only the greatest of all time, Ryan DiLorenzo. Hey, I appreciate that. Thank you You're very welcome. much. World Football Talk, everybody. Enjoy the week. Enjoy the games. We'll talk to you Let's guys. Go City. Thursday. Let's go. Your Europa League. Loser bracket. Peace out, everyone. <laughs>